0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org.
1: Well. <clears throat> so welcome again to all of you. My name is Nikki Murgafori and today um, we'll be practicing um, cultivating compassion together and I just want to say a few things about the day what to expect especially if you're new and especially if you're new to the way I teach so what I would like to um, have a balance of today so this is my goal I set it for forth, and we'll see how much we achieve it is a mix of practice a mix of meditative practice. So there would be guided meditations. There will be some times for silent practice. And also there will be uh, presentations. There will be talks. I will be presenting (coughs) ideas, perspectives. There will be time for Q&A. When I ask you if you have any questions, if you have any reflections about how the practice was for you. And those times are particularly significant because what I found in my teaching is, is through that interactive time, interactive uh, period, that I really get a sense of what's happening in the room, what's needed, what's, and one people's, ins- one person's insight, one person's question in that way can really serve the community. So so you're actually supporting everybody else's practice by asking a question or by sharing your reflection. So in that way we'll be co-creating this day together. It's not like I'm just here, blah, 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 doing all the guided meditation and all the talking and instructions. It's a co-creation that we're doing together. And you can say, yeah, I want to, you know, what was that about? Or, you know, I need a l- little more of that or less of this. So, so this is an invitation for all of you, for all of us to feel that this is our day, right? We, we have a part in co-creating this day together. So if you're sitting back, you can sit back, but, you know, feel, feel a little more engaged. Yeah, here you are cultivating, both for yourself and, and supporting the community. So, so having um, some some responsibility in, in the co-creation of this day. It's an invitation. Okay. Don't get tight. It's an invitation. You don't have to accept it, but it's just an invitation. You can say, nah, or you can say, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll participate. Okay, so... And also, for a day like this, for a day long like this, especially on this concept, I've also found um, that there are times that um, interactive exercises, speaking in a small group, either with one other person or with a small group of maybe three or four other people, on a particular topic, when it's really set up as an exercise, as a meditative exercise, can be very deepening. In uh, in fact, being held witness by another human being when you're speaking, when you're reflecting, can be extremely powerful. If you've done it, you know the value. If you haven't, you'll see. It's much more um, um, productive than either thinking on your own or speaking to yourself. And in terms of the outline of the day, again, I'm just kind of giving uh, haven't immersed haven't got into the topic yet i'm just giving you a sense of what to expect lunch will be <clears throat> around 12:30. we will break around 12:30. there will have about an hour for lunch <clears throat> and and again there will be a mix of meditation guided meditation interactive exercises q a etc and um Basically, the schedule will be created as we go along. So I can't tell you exactly at this time there will be a bio-break, but there will be bio-breaks and, and, uh, to take care of your body so you're not sitting all the time. And, uh, and if something is needed, also, you know, again, this is an invitation to, for co creation to, to, um, to, to participate. So with that, before delving into the topic of compassion, actually... What I like to say is that in order to delve into the topic of compassion cultivation, the first thing that we do is that we try to settle the mind. We try to, ah, arrive. Because you can't say, okay, let's be compassionate. It's like, okay, arriving. And the step before compassion practice is actually mindfulness. Surprise! Mindfulness. So what I'd like to invite us this morning, I'd like to do a very brief guided meditation for us to really arrive together, just mindfully, with our breath, with our body, so that we're more receptive, our minds are more here, instead of, ah, in the past, oh, in the future, just right here, so that there's more receptivity for delving into the topic at hand. Does that sound okay? Okay, great. So with that, I'd like to invite you to actually first get comfortable. If you need more props, this is the perfect time to get up and go get more cushions, whatever you need. Or if you want to move to a chair or move from a chair to a cushion, anything you need, this is the time. Don't be shy. Ask your body. Okay, body, what do you need right now? And if the body says, Can I sit like this for a while? if there's a question I might get up and get something more softer change position so, ah, so I'd like to invite you to uh, to land to rest in your seating position maybe move left and right a little bit or back and forth a little bit and find the center of gravity find your seat. Ah, so you can really land, you can really land sitting in your sitting position. Close your eyes, perhaps, if that's comfortable for you. Ah. Letting yourself feel as if you're sitting tall like a mountain. A sense of integrity in the body. As if your vertebrae by vert, as if you're being pulled up by an invisible string on your head. Vertebrae by vertebrae, ah, expanding, expanding. And with your scaffolding, with the scaffolding being holding all the muscles. Now the muscles can relax. The muscles can relax. They know they don't need to work so hard. So softening and relaxing your muscles. Ah and I'm going to do a brief body scan, and that usually helps with becoming centered, embodied, more present. starting by bringing your attention, your awareness to your thumbs in both hands feeling the sensations on your thumbs from either touching something maybe the coolness of the air or the warmth of touching your lap. Just bringing awareness to the thumb. Relaxing. Ah, letting go. And now bringing attention to all your fingers, including the thumb. Can you feel the touch points between your fingers and your lap. Or maybe the back of your fingers. Feeling the coolness of the air. And now your entire hand, your palm included. Feeling the touch points, the entire hand, the warmth, the pressure, the softness, and relaxing now, softening, letting go of any tension in the hand. Ah, completely let go. Now feeling your wrist. Ah, letting your your wrist relax, further relaxing your hand. Moving up to your lower arms and your elbow, relaxing the elbow Ah, letting the entire lower arm relax and soften. Relaxing the shoulder, letting the entire arm drop, both arms. Ah. Letting go, letting go, softening. Imagine that both your arms are like the limbs of a tree. Ah, completely relaxed and soft. laying by the side of the tree. And I invite you to feel your toes and your feet, the bottom of your feet, the tops of your feet, the sensations of contact, pressure, Softness or hardness. Maybe there's some vibration that you feel, some buzzing. Maybe it's warmth you feel in some areas and coolness in some other areas. Just bringing awareness to what is there. How interesting. This is b- these sensations have been there all along without being felt. Softening, relaxing, letting go of any tension that's being held in your feet, moving up to your ankles. Ah, relaxing the ankles, softening, letting go. Letting the feet relax even more. Moving up. Feeling your lower legs with your awareness moving up to your knees ah opening up the knees relaxing the knees from the inside from the inside moving up the upper legs And the hip joint. Feeling your sit bones, your bottom on the cushion or the chair. Relaxing. Letting go. Your two legs also like two limbs of a tree feeling them completely relaxed, no tension held, just resting together with your arms. And now moving up from your belly, feeling the sensations in your abdomen, <coughs> the sensations of the breath, feeling the abdomen, breathing in and breathing out. Letting the belly be relaxed. Letting it hang out. Ah, No tension. No tightness. Moving up. From your belly, your lower back. Feeling your lower back. Relaxing, opening, letting go. Moving up to your chest and your upper back. Feeling the movement of the air, the breath within your torso, within your trunk. Filling your trunk. And with each out-breath, Ah, landing some more, relaxing some more, settling some more. Moving up to the neck and shoulders, noticing if there's any tension, relaxing, softening and letting go moving up to your head Ah, relaxing the thinking muscle as if it were a muscle in your head, relaxing, putting it down don't need to think so much right now just putting it down for now And if you're assailed by thoughts right now, just bowing to them, putting them to the side, there's nothing wrong with thinking per se, but right now, telling them, not now, not now. We'll come back to you later. Come back to you later. They'll still be here, but for now, you're dedicating yourself to something else, cultivating something else. Relaxing the thinking muscle as if it were your, in your head. And continuing to relax your forehead. Ah, we often hold so much tension here without even knowing it. Relaxing your face. Relaxing your cheeks, letting your whole face be pulled down by gravity. Ah, no mask to wear right now. Letting go of the mask. Letting gravity completely pull down. Relax, softening the facial muscles. Relaxing the jaw be letting your mouth even fall open for the jaw to be so relaxed relaxing the tongue Relaxing your eyes in their socket. Letting your eyes relax. They don't have to see anything. Ah, they can just relax. They can be closed. Ah. Relaxing your ears, even. Allowing your whole entire body to be relaxed, soft. Feeling the breath move in and out. Notice I'm not saying to breathe because the breathing happens on its own. You just simply notice that the breath is moving. In breath, out breath. And with each out breath, relaxing, softening, letting go some more. Feeling your body present. Feeling the sensations of breathing in your abdomen, your chest, your entire body, wherever it's easiest. Letting each breath, each in-breath, each out-breath calm you, settle you into the presence of your body. Fully present right here, right now. Nowhere to go, nothing to do but just to sit and breathe. Witnessing the breathing in this body, in this human body right now. The sensations. Just taking refuge and being simple in this moment. Putting the thoughts down, plans, memories, putting them down and just sitting and breathing. Ah, the refuge of just sitting and breathing for a moment. Nothing to do, nowhere to go. Just this in-breath, just this out-breath. calming, soothing, settling the mind through each breath. And if you find your attention resting on a thought, a plan, a memory, something else, the past or future, it's okay, it will happen. Just simply notice what your mind is resting on now without judging yourself. Just being aware, clearly aware. And with a lot of gentleness and kindness, inviting your attention back to the body, sensations throughout the body, the breath, right here, right now. Just settling and arriving, arriving with each breath, more deeply, more fully, For I ring the bell in a moment. I invite you to check in with your body, with your heart and mind. See how you're feeling right now. Take a pulse. Compare it to how you felt when you sat in, arrived at first. See if there is one word that captures it for you. So, how do you feel right now? What's your one word? You can shout it out. I'll repeat. Settled. Settled. Calm. Calm. At ease. Anything? Was aware. Content. Mmm, that's a delicious one. Ah. I mean, all of them are delicious. Anything else? More present? Yes, more present. To here and now? Yeah. I feel that. And I also I feel that in the room. And I invite you to actually feel that. It's kind of fun to be pointed to. Oh yeah, the energy has shifted. I think, mean, you know, when we arrive, was kind of a restless energy. We feel ours, but there's also in the room, and I was like, it's a little more settled. Ah, we're more here together. <coughs> so, having invited ourselves to settle some more, to till the soil for opening up to this topic of cultivating compassion. Compassion, so many synonyms, so many thoughts come up. And, and, And before I talk about, you know, before I talk about what compassion is and isn't and and uh, kind of the lecture part. I think what I'd like to invite us to do right now is kind of explore more um, experientially uh, before we get heady. It's so important to keep all these practices experiential, really rooted um, in the reality of our lives. So let's actually simplify for a moment. You know, compassion its really kindness. Kindness that is received or given uh, when there is difficulty, when there is suffering. Suffering is a big word, but let's say when there is difficulty, when there is some pain, when there is sadness, when there is some difficulty. And I trust every single one of us in our lives we have had difficulty. Of course, it's part of human life. Of course it's part of human life. We all have difficulty. Every single one of us. Nobody's immune. And, and there might have... There probably were times in your life that when you had some difficulty, you know, somebody came through for you. Some, maybe a friend called you. Maybe a friend supported you. Maybe, or you called them and they were there for you. They took the time to talk with you, support you. Or maybe you were stranded on the highway. I don't know, maybe a stranger stopped to to help you change the tire, or whatever it might have been. Some situation where you actually, you received kindness, where you're a recipient of kindness. Or maybe your scenario comes to your mind right now, where you were giving kindness, where somebody was in need, in trouble, Maybe a friend, maybe a colleague, maybe a relative, a family member, a parent, a child, a sibling. They were having a hard time and you reached out and supported them. Either through your words, actions, your resources, whatever it was. So feeling what it felt like to give this, this kindness, this compassion, because they were in, in need and going through a difficulty. So thinking about scenarios, about some memory, some felt memory from your past. When you received kindness, support, care, love, um, help, you felt supported, you felt held. You felt grateful. Um, maybe you're alone. And a friend said, oh, come over. Maybe it was just as little as that, but you felt supported. You didn't feel lonely. Or whatever. So there are two, two sets of memories that may come up. I'm, I'm inviting you to think about the felt sense of you receiving kindness, receiving compassion. When there was a difficulty, or maybe it was a severe difficulty. Maybe when you were really sick. And a friend supported you, helped you out, brought, brought meals. Maybe you were grieving and people helped you, supported you. So, so any range of experiences um, where you received kindness, you received compassion when you're in need or when you're when you in a place, when you in a situation to actually support, give kindness when somebody was going through a difficulty. Okay. Anyone who can't think of something. Okay. Okay. So obviously we all have something in our lives. I mean, we've all been through difficulty, given, received. So for this, for this next, for as we're kind of dipping our toes into compassion. So kind of this is all preparatory this morning. We're going to do a little more <clears throat> preparatory and dipping our toes, kind of getting into the zone tilling the soil. So what I'd like to invite you in a moment is um we'll get into groups of 3. So you'll find two other people to be in a group with. Groups of actually 3 or 4 so that it's a little easier to form groups. Groups of 3 or 4. And um and you'll have some time. I um actually you will be flexible. May I'll let your, you since you'll be groups of 3 and 4 and will be held witness. And I'll give you some instructions about how to listen and how to, how to do mindfulness of listening and how to do mindfulness of speaking, which is actually quite a practice. So it's not like, oh, just go out and talk amongst yourselves. It's, it's really a practice. And it's part of actually, again, part of the practice of cultivating compassion and care. So as you are in this group... Um, of three or four. If you are listening, so you'll be listening more than you will be speaking. Okay, so the practice of mindful, compassionate listening is this. First of all, you remember the guided meditation I just did and invited you to feel your body, to feel the sensations in your body. Embodiment. So feeling the sensations of your body is feeling embodied. So as you're sitting right now, as you're listening to me, see if you can feel somewhere in your body that's easiest for you to feel. It might be your bottom, your bum on the cushion or the chair. You can feel that while you're listening to me. Or it could be your feet on the ground, your legs, or it could be your hands. Something that you can still feel to feel your body, or maybe it's your abdomen, maybe it's your whole body breathing, maybe it's your breath. Whatever it is for you, easiest is usually your tush on the kush. So see if you can feel that, and still, you know, it doesn't take a lot of work, does it? Right? You, it's like, yeah, you can feel it, and still listen to me. It's not, it's not too complicated. Okay. So, so as you're listening, having some sense of embodiment, being connected with your body. Your bottom, your trunk, your breathing—just kind of sense of, oh, I'm sitting here, not going off into you know the sphere of thinking, your head, kind of being embodied. Okay, yeah, keeping your eyes open, listening, feeling your body. So now, I'm going to tune those instructions. Now, as you're listening, feel feeling part of your body. Now. See if you can listen as if you're listening with your entire body, as if your entire body is an organ, is a listening organ, is a hearing organ. You're, you're receiving what you're hearing with your entire body. Could be a koan for some, but just really listening with your entire body, wow, receiving with your whole body. You see how that's different? You feel the difference? Yes. Yeah, some people are going, Yes. Yeah, some people know. If it's no, let it be a koan. Just drop it in, like, oh, what is it like to listen with my whole body? What if I dropped it in into my belly? Listen, opened up, listened with my whole body, okay? <clears throat> it helps to drop in. Drop it in, into your belly, by the way, this koan, this listening with your whole body. So if you're listening, and then another thing to keep in mind as you're doing this exercise, this this um, compassionate, mindful listening exercise, you're giving your full attention. You're not thinking about your own story or what you're going to say or how you're going to impress people or how the, the story you're going to say is better or worse. Let all of that go right here, right now. Give the person who's speaking the gift, the precious gift of your attention, the very precious gift of your your awareness. What a big gift to, to give to someone you don't know, to a stranger, the gift of your full attention. So being present, listening with your body, and listening with kindness in this case, listening as if they could say no wrong, as if this is the dearest person in your life telling a story of some time at a time when they were going through a really, really hard time and somebody supported them. So are listening with kindness as if it were you or somebody you cared about, okay? So listening, number one, staying embodied. Refinement on that is listen with your whole body. Let go of thoughts and plans. Number three and number four, listen with kindness. Hold kind presence. Okay? Any questions about that? Compassionate listening. Holding presence. Yes, please. Yeah, sure. First one is be embodied. Feel embodied. Feel a part of your body while you're listening. It could be very simple, whatever is most accessible. The refinement on that, 1A or 2, is listen as if you were listening with your entire body to what is being said. Number three is let go of thinking, planning, just being right here, right now. Which number three automatically falls out of number one and two. Because if you're listening with your whole body, you're not going to be thinking and planning. You're going to be very present. And number four is listen with kindness. (coughs) Hold, and if judgments come up in your mind, hold those with kindness. Hold yourself with kindness too. It's like, oh, I'm such a judgmental person. Oh, it's okay, it's natural. Just a container of kindness for yourself and for the other person. Okay. So, if you're speaking, try to stay embodied. It's a little harder to stay embodied, to feel your body while you're speaking it can happen over time but it's harder so if you if it's hard to feel yourself while speaking it's okay don't worry about it and then speak from your heart whatever you like to share or don't want to share you don't have to overshare just whatever is comfortable for you you like to be held witness and also know that you're not really speaking for anybody's benefit you're not speaking to to educate them to impress them to whatever you're really speaking for yourself you are just being held witness by these alive human beings that's all they're serving you by holding you witness it's a different way of speaking it's a very different way of speaking we usually speak for the sake of others this is telling the story Again, with enough details so that it's it's meaningful <clears throat> and understandable, but it's really for your own sake to be to be sharing it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Any questions about any of this, please? Yeah.
2: I'm, sure, I'm still not sure about what you mean by speaking for yourself.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. Um, Maybe another way to put that is, you know, when you're, when you're speaking for others, sometimes, you know, there's some agendas that come up. You're speaking for a reason, right? Um, whereas this is a way of speaking authentically. You're just sharing, you're kind of, right? You're speaking out loud as if you're writing in your own journal without any agendas. That's kind of what I mean. And again, um Decide how much you want to share or how little you want to share. You be the guide. Yes, please. Um, when you're listening, yeah. should, uh, should you um, like engage in... Oh, yes. Thank you. I forgot to say the very important thing. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Each person has a monologue. It's a comp- So you're not interrupting at all. You're just listening. Even if... They ju- you know they jumped and back in time and you're you're not sure what they said. It's fine. They can do. They can say no wrong. You're just listening, okay? And at the end, um, th- there will be some time when when I'll say, okay, you know, maybe you, maybe you can have a conversation and, and then engage. But each person will just have a monologue. Just have a monologue. Maybe it's easiest to fight time. So maybe maybe, yeah, it's usually easiest. So any other questions? Yes, please. Yes, good. Oh, good, yes. That was so many minutes ago. (laughs) After this whole new teaching on mindful, compassionate, listening and speaking. So, um, speaking about the time when you, you were going through a difficulty, a difficult time. And you received support, kindness, care, compassion, love, whatever word you want to put. It's just like, wow, that was so meaning and could be not one one person community does so that and and if you prefer you can talk about the time you gave compassion you supported someone but okay any other questions i love these questions any other questions clarifying okay So please, um, oh, another, one more thing. It's best if you're sitting either on, on the same level, either all on the, uh, floor or all on chairs. And, um, let's, let's make it groups of three so that I can time. It makes it easier. And if we're not divisible by three, we'll figure that out when the time comes. So, um. Yeah, and this is part of the... And, and, oh, just one last thing to say. This is an invitation. If you don't want to practice this listening compassionately and speaking, you don't have to. You can sit silently with your eyes closed. Um, And I invite you to please, you know, just try it. Just share one last thing. Actually, there is a research study about, you know, in situations like this, when people are invited to speak with strangers, people... uh, it's very common people go like, no, I'm going like, to just leave. <laughs> and research shows that if people are act- actually, they do engage, they're happy that they did. They're always happy they, 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 they did. And I've done this survey in many of my classes. Did you, did you want to bolt? Yes. Did you, were you happy you engaged? Yes. Okay. So, and again, you still don't have to. You have the option not to. Having said that, you have a choice always. So please, find another two people. And move your chair so that you're... Start the timer. And before you start speaking, I will set a timer. If If you need partners, raise your hand. If you need partners, raise your hand. If you need partners, raise your hand. You have to Okay. 222. Also two, two? Oh, great. So we're divisible by 3. Anyone else? Okay. Don't start speaking yet after you've you've found because people are still Moving and figuring. Okay. So, all right. So I will time each... Par- uh, so everybody has partners? Who wants partners? Yes? And yeah. And turn your chair so that you are, you know, in really in, in a triangle. You can, you can be close. <coughs> as close as comfortable because it can get loud here. And... Um, Okay, so I'm going to ask you to actually close your eyes for a moment. Close your eyes and get into your meditation posture. Ah, And get grounded. Really, this is a practice. This is not just go and talk. This is a practice of compassionate listening and speaking. Being in your meditation posture, feeling your body, feeling your bottom on the cushion, Feeling your belly, feeling the breath move in and out. Ah, settling, calming with each breath. And realizing that you're sitting in a group of human beings just like you. You've all had difficulty in your lives part of the human condition, challenges. These people whom you don't really know, they're just like you in their humanity. They just want to be happy, just like you. They suffer just like you. They have hopes and dreams just like you. They've had disappointments, failure. They have experienced pain, loss, physical and emotional pain, just like you. (coughs) There are people that they care about, just like you do. There are people who care about them, just like you. They are not different from you. They are not so different from you in their humanity, their hopes and dreams, aspirations, in so many ways. Recognizing the common humanity that you share, the common humanity that you share. The outside, you might look different, different age, shape, size, culture, upbringing, color, within, in terms of the humanity, the common humanity. Not so different. Ah, Feeling your breath move through your body, feeling embodied. Holding yourself with kindness, with ease. Hmm, and kindness for this triad you're in. May all the people, may all the beings in this triangle, may all of us be happy and well. Having a sense of goodwill for the people you're sitting with. Sense of goodwill, friendliness, people you're sitting with. And in a moment, I'm going to ask you to open your eyes. Please stay grounded. Stay in your meditation posture. Because this is a meditation practice. And, And if you're listening, remember to listen with your whole body. Stay embodied. Feel your body. Listen with kindness. And if it's your turn to speak, speaking from your heart, sharing as much as it's comfortable for your sake for your own sake authentically You can say your name first and I suggest the person who's closest to the Buddha statue here speaks first and then we'll go clockwise so please open your eyes now and decide who's going first Was that like for you, that exercise? Let's hear a few reflections. Don't be shy. We want to take a bio break. Go, go, go. I saw a hand somewhere. Yes, please. Here comes the mic. Here comes another. The two mics coming your way. Two okay, things. Okay, I'm love. just gonna. Is it on? I'll... I don't know. Hi. <laughs> I guess it's on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, just first impression. It's just so lovely to share about compassion and have that as a theme in a conversation. I'm just realizing I want to do this with people. Yeah. Just say, did you have an experience of compassion this week, mm-hmm. and and share mine with them? Yeah, because it feels so good in the heart. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the belly. Yeah. Yeah. So just right there, I'm. I've. I've gotten my money's worth today. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: I'll just add something to that. I think in our discussion at the end, we um, kind of came to the conclusion that, you know, to the point that you're able to be vulnerable um, to someone else, you, you make a connection at a deep level because as you say, we all are <laughs> at that deep level. We've, we've been there. and um, But it does take some courage just to, to show that, the hurt or the pain or yeah. the need. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of
1: what is responded to. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. that's a good lesson. Yeah. yeah, great lessons already. Thank you other reflections what was it like for you to do this exercise right behind you <laughs> both
2: I um,
0: so I uh, I was the third person to go uh-huh. um, and I found one thing that I found was it was really uh, hard for me to not think about what I was about what I was going to say uh-huh. Uh-huh. and so like many times it would like I would like you know try to like come back and try to listen with my whole body and then yeah. you know thoughts would pop up about like sort of rehearsing what I was gonna say. Um and and then wh- when I when I did speak, um I uh felt like uh it was I, I was just like not in my body.
1: Mm-hmm. Right like like
0: <laughs> I was able to be much, much, much more embodied like while listening. Yeah. And then once I started speaking, um I was very much in my head. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. and uh so yeah that was part of my experience
1: yeah 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 so it's it's uh, what you uh, described is completely natural which is why I was saying it's harder to (laughs) you know to be in your body when you're speaking but through practice it can happen and you know I've been practicing for a long time and as I'm speaking with you I'm feeling my body and what's happening and you know so it's not impossible it just takes more practice and what you're noticing like oh your mind would go planning and then you come back come back Great, <laughs> you were noticing that it was planning, and you were going to come back, be present, great, perfect, yeah over there
0: um, I had the similar experience, uh-huh. I and mean, we were in the same group, yeah. and I, I felt I really appreciate not not thinking, mm-hmm. and I could really feel um, when you asked us to imagine or. I don't know, imagine kind of like a giant ear. Right. And um f- it really felt the compassion in different parts of the body. Nice. Um and uh it was it was an interesting experience of um of feeling what compassion is.
1: Lovely. I'm uh, here and then here but but I want to comment on what- I'm so delighted to hear what you said because it's um, this, this koan of listening with your whole body or, or the way you said it, I love it, your whole body being a giant ear. Right? Okay. You're letting yourself resonate. You're letting yourself be affected. And what you're sharing, which is beautiful, is it hit you differently. It, it was a different experience of, of compassion. You're, you let it in. Beautiful. So now you might just be a giant ear walking around town <laughs> with your friends and family. Yeah. Oh, yes. There. Oh, actually, no, sorry. I think your hand was up next. Oh,
0: he can go. First. I- what, one of the, when I was listening to the stories, um, I felt my body getting really tense and tight mm. as I wanted to say something mm. during that story. Yeah, yeah. And so I got ten, I you know, I felt the tightening yeah. as my mind said shut up, mm-hmm. keep your mouth closed. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to talk. Yeah. But I did feel that that throughout the entire body.
1: So Yeah, 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 yeah. So so it that's it's wonderful that you were attune, attuned to your body to feel that. Because often we're not in the world, and somebody just wants us to listen, our friend, our you know our partner, or they just want us to listen, and here we are interrupting, 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 like we want to fix it because we're feeling so uncomfortable within us, hearing the difficulty that we want to fix it, we want to like just so learning this way, so th- this time. You, you notice the discomfort, and the next time when you notice, it's like, oh, yeah, I can also, there be some ease with the discomfort. And then as you practice this, you can just offer your presence without having to, they can ask you, can you help me, right? Or what do you think? That's the time to like, say something. But otherwise, people usually just want their, your presence for you to listen. So great that you notice that tension within, yeah, and behind you.
2: Uh, two things uh, i can't believe how fast we just dropped down mm-hmm. i mean the first person had you know no experience and she just went right to the heart and yeah. just was so vulnerable and open and um it really set the tone for the rest of us so mm-hmm. those who went first you're awesome yeah. <laughs> The um, the other thing I want to say is I had a coughing spasm when I first came in. It was really hard on me, and I was aware of it, that it was distracting other people. Mm. So I got up and got some honey, and I did a couple of things, and I kind of still had it. Mm. And I thought, well, I'll come in, and when I came in, there was a cough drop on my chair.
1: Aww.
2: And I was like, wow. <laughs> so I have, I, I'm feeling it right here. Yeah. Uh, so whoever did that, I really appreciated it. And it, it saved the day.
1: <laughs> Compassion right there, right, right here, now. right now, in this community. That's sweet. That's very sweet. Right here, and then, yes, please go ahead. Yes, yeah,
2: so
0: I, I enjoy.
1: Is, um, I think Mike's uh, think
0: Mike's on. how's this okay yeah, much better. so I, I was really relatable to the story in the back where I knew if I was um, going second or third I probably would be spending a lot of time coming up with a story but having gone first it was nice to just listen to my partner's stories and just really listen with the body which I've, I've done that practice before and it was really nice to just be able to feel um, feel specific parts of my body that had a reaction yeah. to each of their stories uh-huh. so um that was really nice um the other point that I wanted to bring up was just um less about the process but for me um and I don't know if we'll get into any of this yeah. later on but sort of I feel like I have a complicated relationship with compassion and yeah. giving compassion and that and this does not apply to either of my partners mm-hmm. but just in in yeah. general like with my friends or something I feel like yeah. I judge, the, I judge what's kind of worthy of compassion. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, this is something I'm going to be compassionate about. Or there is sort of like a, almost a time limit to uh-huh. the story, you know. Yeah, like I recently yeah. had an incident where this, my friend's experience I, I felt very badly for, and I yeah. felt it, but then it was going very long, and I felt myself, my compassion was starting to yeah,
1: yeah. be tested. That's right, right. So, right. I,
0: yeah. yeah, those are the moments where I'm like, okay, how do... How do I handle those things? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah.
1: This is great. And, and I, I'm going to say something about and I'm going to ask you to hold this question and bring it back later, because we're just getting started, and we're going to get deeper and deeper and deeper into this. Uh, but one thing is that at that point, you know, there's so many things going on. Is, um, one thing is that at that point, you, you, the compassion maybe becomes, needs to become self-compassion. Because there's some tightness in you happening that maybe you're not aware of. Like there's something like, oh, this is, this is too much. There's something happening within that's kind of, as you call it, is testing your limit. Mm-hmm. But but something happening that's kind of like, er ca- causing a little bit of contraction. So so maybe at that point it becomes like, oh, this is. For you to keep listening to this person, now you kind of like, and 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 then you haven't said enough. I don't know whether it's like, you said said judgment comes up, right? You said judgment comes up. So, so, so I think there's more under it for you to be mindful of, and there's some suffering that's coming up in you and judgment also. When when there's judgment, wherever it's directed, that's also, it's not a good state of mind. That so so that's why I'm saying self-compassion is what needs to happen in that moment instead of. Uh, and then when that happens, maybe the the, rela- the, the um, um, muscle of compassion relaxes, and it's like you can listen because these internal contractions that were coming up are not coming up. Like, yeah, they, this is really hard for them. Like, instead of, oh, they should not be reacting this way right now. They should not be going on and on. Like, this was 10 years ago, and they're still talking about it. Like, they shouldn't be talking. Like, oh, they're still suffering. So there is some contraction within you, perhaps, That oh i should be this way i should be different they should be this way so there's some shoulds that maybe are unseen that are causing this and then we can go deeper into this how is this okay for now is this yeah no
0: i I think it the shoulds are definitely right on i think part of it is my own i'm not someone who is good or very open to being vulnerable and so i i kind of have judgment for myself like if i'm sharing it's like okay I am going to give myself this time limit because beyond that right. it's going to be burdensome. So right. I apply that to other people. So, you know, so the, so.
1: I think you, you you hit the nail on the head. It's the self judgment. Ooh, I. It's like the, which um, for yourself that I don't deserve the space to be vulnerable to to be to be to receive compassion and care, um, and that then becomes for for the outside. So self-compassion, which we'll talk more about, especially work with more this afternoon, is where the rubber will meet the road for you especially. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So another hand there and another one there, uh, and then we should take a break. Yeah. I was just going to say briefly, like with the cough drop, you know, yeah. it's like when, when somebody does something, it might not be a big thing for them, yeah. but... When you receive it, it's right. a really, you know, it's kind of like somebody noticed me, somebody saw that I needed something, yeah. and it makes a really big difference. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: I have a slightly different problem from this gentleman. Actually, I become overly compassionate. I get very involved. So you know, there there have been times that I have been listening. And then the other person actually became compassionate for me because I, uh-huh. I was just too involved and I was tearing yeah. up and all of that. I do you know, It's okay. I'm handling it. That's, that's right. fine. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know yeah. and vent it out. So yeah. how, do you, how do you sort of disconnect but still be involved so yeah. that you can be a contributor? Right. At
1: first? Great. This is fantastic. So, so what you're describing is empathetic distress. And I'm going to talk all about it after the bio break. Because that is one of the issues or problems that comes up for almost everyone. It comes up at different times for different people that we fall into it, into what we think is compassion, but we're losing our stability. So I'll talk all about that. So we should take a bio break. All I want to say is before we lose this, is feel how good it feels. Um, to, uh, th- going back to the very first couple of comments it 's like how good it feels to have recounted when you received care compassion from someone who who noticed you needed a cough drop or just like they cared for you how Wow, how lovely it felt, or how wonderful it felt to actually give compassion to to care for someone um, and that is what the I was looking actually at the the first few lines of the the uh, introduction for today which was a heart imbued with compassion is more peaceful, happy, resilient in times of challenge and can be more pre- more fully present and appropriately responsive to the needs of our world. So that's something to keep keep in mind why we're here, why are we doing this? The heart can be more happy, resilient for ourselves, for others and more ready to respond to the needs of our world, both for ourselves internally for our own needs, as well as the worlds of the needs of people outside. So, okay, bio break. Let's take a 15-minute break. How's that? 11.10 uh, now. Let's come back at 11.25.